0: Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. In today's episode, we explore bad situations and how to rectify them. Of course, the overall purpose of this podcast is to help you to strengthen your decision-making ability so that more often you can structure decisions to work in your favor. But as we all know, sometimes the situation just does not work out as we were expecting. As much as we would like to think about the positive elements of our thought process, along with all of the hopeful outcomes, sometimes it is necessary to consider the framework for a remedial course of action. We do this so that we can try to be prepared in the event that our decision-making strategy happens to go awry. Although in conversation we tend to use interchangeably the phrase a wrong decision and a bad decision they actually describe two different circumstances. As described by the editors at Business Management Daily, quote, a wrong decision is your best guess when you have no way of knowing, close quote. Essentially, you're taking a stab at a situation with unknown elements. However, quote, a bad decision is the wrong call with the facts staring you in the face." Quote. In this case, you have obtained the necessary information, but in spite of that, you make an incorrect decision. The point to keep in mind with this distinction in meaning is that, quote, you can't necessarily control outcomes, but you can control process, which helps you to avoid bad outcomes, close quote. So let's start with how to walk back a decision that you simply can't live with. At this point, the focus is not on how or why you made the decision in the first place. Your concentration should be on how to change course swiftly, while encountering as few ill effects as possible. Probably the most difficult task you have in this process is to recognize that it has become necessary for you to change your decision. That decision takes into account ego and emotion more than strategy. And frankly, it's hard for anyone to admit to themselves or anyone else that they have been wrong. So rip off the bandage and face it. Once you recognize and acknowledge the error, it becomes much easier to formulate a strategy and move forward. But know this, it is always more costly allow a bad or wrong decision to remain in effect than it is to halt the plan and recraft the course of action. Once you have faced the reality of the situation, make a clear-eyed assessment of your alternatives. That means examine all of the possible advantages and disadvantages of each of the opportunities and review them within the context of the effects of the original decision's impact. Sometimes, when reviewing the results of the decision to be corrected, a different light can be cast on the alternate approaches. Regardless of how much research and preparation was pursued in the development of the first, albeit unsuccessful, decision, Now is the time to redouble your efforts. While it is important to implement a new strategic decision quickly, it is equally important not to sacrifice the time and effort necessary to gain the knowledge and understanding of revised alternatives. This includes a willingness to seek advice from others who are better positioned to understand and identify the appropriate course of action to bring about a greater likelihood of success. After you have completed the preparatory work and are ready to implement the revised decision plan, there remains one last step, communication. In those instances, in which others are parties to your decision, whether they are charged with its implementation or they are subject to its effects, it is critical that you promptly and clearly communicate to them your change of direction. It is important that you include the reasons for your decision, details of the new plan, and the resulting responsibilities and the impact which you hope to achieve. Although the steps are few, they each need to be comprehensively reviewed and completed in order to successfully incorporate a revised decision without the byproduct of negative effects. The objective is to move forward purposefully while limiting the possibility of damage. However, being realistic, life would be a lot simpler if we didn't need to backpedal and periodically make corrections. The way to accomplish that optimistic objective is through preparation, particularly a few basic steps. In a 2014 issue of Harvard Business Review, Jack Zenger and Joseph Falkman presented an article entitled Nine Habits That Lead to Terrible Decisions. Some may not apply to you or your individual decision-making issues. However, the more general concepts are universal in their application. The most significant cause for the making of a bad or poor decision is classified as laziness. Although seemingly harsh in tone, laziness really seems to be an umbrella term which encompasses all the missing information gathering, planning, projection, guidance, and thought. Of course, depending on the character of the decision to be made and the proposed extent of its impact, the level and emphasis of preparation varies. The next frequent cause for decision errors is not anticipating unexpected events. Certainly, upside projections are important, but according to these authors, equally important is a consideration of the downside possibilities which surround a decision. This assessment is so important that they equate it to a level of due diligence. The third problem which arises when trying to make a correct decision is indecisiveness. The point is made that sometimes any decision can be better than no decision. That is not to say that recklessness is encouraged. However, once the research is completed, it is more important to address the opportunity than to remain in a state of paralysis. The problem of being stuck in the past is also a bad habit when trying to make a worthwhile decision. Although using earlier data may have yielded good decisions, it is necessary to recognize that circumstances evolve over time and situations upon which decisions are made need to be constantly reevaluated and updated to reflect changing conditions. The final problem which I will highlight from the HBR article is the lack of connection to a well-developed strategy. What this means is that it is virtually impossible to make a valuable decision when it is made in a vacuum. Instead, it is critical first to have your plan and course of action in place. And then it becomes easier to formulate component decisions to facilitate that definitive strategy. The previous items are just the first five bad habits which can have a negative effect and impact on the quality of the decision which you want to make. The remaining four possible causes of poor decision making, which are cited in the article, our over-dependence on other people, at the other extreme, isolation from others, which results in a failure to obtain the necessary information, a lack of technical depth in which the decision-maker has no understanding of the issue about which they must decide, and the failure to communicate to other parties all the details of the decision which will likely impact them and their activities. Keep in mind that once a decision has been made you are not done with it. Built into effective decision-making is the need to have checkpoints so that the progress and effectiveness of the decision can be reviewed and tweaked if necessary. That way you are more likely to avoid a true disaster arising from a poorly calculated decision. Along with having a time frame for periodic evaluation, it is also necessary to establish measurable criteria upon which to review the quality of the decision which you have put in place. Applying such an objective standard of evaluation helps to prevent emotions from clouding the situation and can frequently negate the need to overhaul a decision in mid-course. However, if a decision is obviously not generating the intended result, address it promptly. Understand that once all the preparatory work has been done It is the outcome which matters. The necessary correction may not be pretty, but with the needed attention, you will have another opportunity to generate the results which you hope to acquire. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?